and we're live. Not really. This is pre-recorded as always. This is episode 28 of the Chill Gill Thrill. And I guess I'm going to be making the trip to Night City. Uh, after, what, eight, nine years since its official announcement, Cyberpunk 2077 is now releasing worldwide for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC. Uh, I think that's it, right? Steam, Epic, Store, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know what everybody's doing, but that's console and PC. And... I mean, I don't really play video games anymore other than just just a little bit of Fortnite because I can just jump in, uh, play 15 to 20 minutes, and then that's it. Um, it takes about 15, 20 minutes to play a match. You know, if I'm if I'm feeling extra spunky, I might play three matches. So you're looking at like an hour. About an hour you can knock down three matches. It depends on it depends on how good you are. I mean, I can consistently place top 10, but that's really not even that that's not even really that hard if if you really if if you're just trying to place. But anyway, I don't want to talk about that. The point is, I don't really play video games much anymore, and I really do feel like any time I play Fortnite, it's just kind of a it's getting to the point where I feel like it's a waste. And I used to play it a lot like 2 years ago. Um, about it was like 2018, summer 2018, I was working in Chicago a lot, Chicago, Illinois. I was far from home. It was about five, five, six hours from home. And so I was away from family and friends and it was, uh, just me and a bunch of workers. Uh, we, we rented a house. So it was like a big old farmhouse. And there'd be like six to eight guys staying there. And so we went around doing the uh, landscaping, doing mulch and cleanups in the spring, uh, working on huge houses. Anyway, whenever we were at the house with nothing to do, you know, guys would watch movies or sitcom TV, uh, whatever sports games. You know, I played Fortnite and I got pretty good for a while. And uh, so there just wasn't a lot that, you know, that there wasn't a lot I could do with my, you know, with my free time. So, you know, I played, you know, I got into video games, but specifically Fortnite. And I mean, I feel like I got decent for, you know, someone who can't dedicate uh, the proper amount of time to get like exceptionally well. And so, you know, games like that. The, the the less amount of time you invest into them, then the less you're going to enjoy them overall. And so since uh, over the last couple of years, I've had less and less and less and less time to play video games. You know, I still keep up with it because of the whole ongoing, ongoing pseudo storyline that they got, they're actually starting to, it seems like, write even more of a story in. So I just like kind of check in to keep up with the story beats. Uh, I do still lust after season umbrellas. That's just gaining a win for the season. 
you know, every two to three to sometimes four months is a new season. And so there's a new winning umbrella. Uh, but anyway, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't play that much anymore. As a matter of fact, it's like once I get the season umbrella, I don't know if I'll pick it up again until next season. So it could be a few months. You know, unless they have one of them in-game story events, because I feel like that's what even brings uh, so many players back in is when they do a live event like they just did to uh, close out the Marvel season. So I still haven't got that Chapter 2 Season 5 umbrella. So, And now it looks like I don't know how if, at all how much time I'll even invest. This might be the first season since I started playing Fortnite that I don't get the season umbrella because... What little time I have to play video games. I think this Cyberpunk 2077 is really going to kick ass. And it's got Keanu Reeves in it through the whole, you know, I'm assuming the whole game. I don't want to, I you know, spoiler alert. I don't want to spoil anything. So I won't say why I think I know that he's throughout the whole game. But I do think he's throughout the whole game because he's a pretty big uh, plot point and character. He's some, uh, de- well, I guess dead. Spoiler alert. Dead rock star. And uh, very early on in the game, I guess. Spoiler alert for real now. You get a chip and it contains his consciousness. And so I'm assuming he's going to be like, if you've ever played Halo and you have Cortana, who like guides you through the game, you know, she's like your AI assistant. Well, with Cyberpunk 2077, you get good guy Keanu Reeves. And I think that's going to be awesome. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. They've been working on this game for like eight eight or nine years. And it's ba- it's actually, it's a, I guess, somewhat of a sequel to Cyberpunk 2020, I think it's called. And that it was a uh, paper and pencil uh, tabletop RPG that came out, I believe, in the 80s. I don't have Jamie to look it up, so this ain't JRE. And I really don't feel like digging up and looking at it. That's kind of not super relevant to what I'm talking about. But you should look it up, look into uh, the tabletop game. If you're gonna, if you're planning on playing 2077, look into the tabletop game. I actually need to watch like a primer video to, to like get the the storyline the lead up to Night City. There's a little bit of uh well actually a lot of bit of lore uh that spans from Cyberpunk 2020 and links into Cyberpunk 2077. So I got, you know, several years of lore if if you're going by the titles. I don't know how, you know. I know they got like a uh tie-in Netflix anime coming out in 2021 or 20 actually i think it's 2022 i think it's towards the beginning of 2022 uh it's it's at least co-produced if not totally produced by studio trigger shout out to studio trigger uh they are a kick-ass studio really like their first anime like anime series was kill la kill and it was awesome that wasn't their first project i think their first project was like a short movie called Little Witch Academia. And before that, it was like one or two guys from Gainax who were big for all kinds of anime. The only one that 
I can think of off the top of my head would be Tinga Toppin Gurren Lagan. Which I've seen that. I've seen Gurren Lagan and Kill a Kill. They're great. They're great. But if if you if you're like getting into anime and you and you're looking I don't know that I would recommend those as a first anime because especially like Kill a Kill because it's super meta. Kill a Kill works better if you've seen lots and lots. The more anime you've seen, the better Kill a Kill works, really, because it does a lot. It's it's an anime that's making fun of anime, so it's like a satire on anime tropes. But uh, uh, enough about that, because there is not probably many anime. Uh, podcast listeners out there and the ones that are there's already like multiple anime podcasts so we're not going to stick around on the anime i'm just saying because i'm not per se a huge anime fan i feel like the anime that i've watched that i've enjoyed must be the creme de la creme that or i don't know i probably have shit taste which by the way that's the podcast you should be listening to if you're into anime i think it's called shit Actually, no, actually, I don't think it's... Let me make sure what it's called. It's from this guy, uh, the anime guy, and Giguk. Giguk's like the only YouTuber that I'll watch any videos about l- looking for recommendations uh, for anime. Giguk. G-I-G-G-U-K, I believe, on YouTube. Shout out to Giguk. So these guys don't even know who the hell I am. But oh damn, I just bumped my headset into the microphone. Where are my studio manners today? I don't know. I don't have a lot of time, folks. I know that was my excuse last last week or now. It was five days ago, right? Five days ago. I believe it was. I dropped it. So I'm like, I, you know, if I stay on this every five days, I just I need to stay structured and focused on setting it all up, hitting record, doing the thing. I got to do it more than once a week, or I don't think I'll improve. So, you know, twice a week would be great. And I might get there. I might get there. If I have days like I had today, today was just a kick-ass, bust-ass, got up, got out, left at like 6.15, Went like 70 miles north to a major metropolitan area and got rid of a whole dump truck load of firewood. That's a, that's the easiest way to put it for people who know nothing about construction or anything. Just a big dump truck full of firewood, uh, firewood that's split down into the size that you've seen that you'd put into your fireplace. Right, all nice and perfect, and fourteen to sixteen inches long, and you know, three to four, whatever diameter. Good stuff. We got good product, and you know, most of it was sold. Most of it was sold. I had to knock on a few doors to get rid of the rest of it. Not a problem. Actually, I got I got to give my boss and his son props on that one because uh, I don't think I sold a stack today. I don't think I got a stack sold today, but. You know, I'm just a hired muscle. You know, I prefer when the wood's all sold, and that's all we do is I just help them stack it off the truck and go home. Anyway, point is, 6.15 a.m., out the door, 
up north, 70 miles, this whole dump truck load full of firewood delivered and stacked. It's not just dumped off. No, it's got to be all stacked up pretty. And it was like done in like four or five different stops. All of that and back home around, I think, 1 p.m.? I think it was 1. It could not have been 1.15. It could not have been. It was between 1 and 1.15 I walked in the door. That's awesome. You know, like seven, you know, that's like, uh, like less than eight hours. And that's up there and back. That's like 70 miles to get, you know, maybe not quite 70 miles for the first stop. But by the time you get up there in the city and drive, you know, you know, the point is that's that drive time included and still back at a decent time. Yeah, this uh, you know, this podcast doesn't pay the bills, folks. I got to go out there and actually work. You know, and I don't and I don't just I don't just sit at a desk and, you know, type in a computer. Although, if I would have continued school after high school, maybe just, you know, might have been a good idea. But maybe not. I don't have no student debt, which apparently they're going to just forgive anyway. But uh yeah. I got to go out there. I got to make the money. And I make it. It's great. Life is good. Life is good. I have no complaints right now. It's 2020. And I can run a podcast off a tablet. I mean, what more could you ask for? Cyberpunk 2077. Downloading right now. It said it was going to take like 24 hours. But, you know. That's that. Thank you, AT&T, by the way. For the lovely internet. I need. I know I need Spectrum. I think that's my... That's the only two options where I'm at is AT&T and Spectrum. And I believe that Spectrum is the best between the two. I don't know. I didn't I like I I know I have Spectrum here. My brother or I have AT&T. My brother has Spectrum and you know, we're within the same city limits and he his, his Spectrum I it's fast. It's it's got enough upload speed. He could be doing Twitch live streams or you know, creating YouTube and uploading those. But I mean, instead he, you know, he's got a job too. He does he does have his hobby is cover band. He's in a cover band. His hobby actually pays. Mine don't. I I just do this for the love of it, you know. I just do it for the love. But I don't know. I wonder if you guys are going to be playing Cyberpunk 2077. If you play games at all, I know. Well, actually, I know one of you will be. I know one of you will be. My buddy Kaiser. My buddy Kaiser. So. You know. I wanted to address something that uh, it's very important. It's very important. The aliens are here. I'm just saying it flat out. They're here. They are here, folks. Now, before you shut this off, that I'm kind of kidding. A little bit. But what was it? It was... Uh, just recently, they uh, had the 
I'm gonna I'm gonna gonna touch on JRE for a second here. You know, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, by the way, but the Joe Rogan experience, in case you didn't know, is so huge. You probably do know that. The Joe Rogan experience is huge. But it is so huge that there is a podcast called The Joe Rogan Experience Experience. And it's, uh, I'm assuming, without having ever listened to it, I'm ass- it's three guys that I assume... They do reviews of Joe's episodes. Now, I, w- I was skimming through their most recent uploads, and it appears they're only uh, like episode 200-something, or maybe 100-something, but somewhere around there. I think it was definitely less than 300. And they, uh, I think they basically, they, they cover like several episodes, in several of Joe's episodes in one of theirs. So maybe it's uh, all the episodes for the week or two weeks or whatever. Maybe it's not a complete set schedule. But I do know that they uploaded, I think, this month even. So, they, I mean, they're still active. And I would assume that it has uh, some kind of success. So Joe's, like, had a a huge, a, 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 like a, a cottage industry of podcasters blow up you know and and they and it's not all just buddy comedians there you know there's some authors some you know scientists they're just all different walks it's just it just seems to be that you know if you have a message and or, or you're doing something cool uh, but what i'm saying is is you you make yourself visible on social media and and you come across his screen, you know, that he, he has just seen people on Instagram or Twitter and, uh, and invited them on to the podcast. And, you know, I, I think I've seen several episodes. I can't think of any of them off the top of my head, but I can remember hearing him, you know, Oh, I seen you on Instagram. I saw it have you. Anyway, it's, it's like extreme athletes and, you know, maybe hunters and just, well, all kind like I said, all kinds of people. Doctors, scientists. He's got it going on, decade. He's a decade in, going strong. So, uh, he had two guys on. Uh, it was a guy who directed The Phenomenon. Or, the, yeah, The Phenomenon. And it's uh, on Netflix. It's a documentary that uh, covers UFO disclosure. And uh, I guess the very end, of, and, and so it was like a t- almost a three-hour podcast. I, uh, I listened to the whole thing. And th- th- in the mid, like at towards the beginning of the podcast, this is the interesting thing. This is why I like, so a lot of people think, first of all, I need to like say this, let's get the, you, you, you got to understand like the situation for me to like, present this thought experiment, but let's say the conspiracy theory of Rogan being a sellout with Spotify now and, and maybe even being like, uh, like CIA compromised, you know, and people, you know, bring that up by like that Mike Baker guy that goes on there who is ex CIA and goes on, you know, whenever stuff's going on and the, the popular consciousness 
And uh, so let's say, say he was, you know, not, or maybe not, maybe not like necessarily disinformation, but just agenda, you know, just subtly, right? Or, you know, and you, you can even tie this in. Let's, you know what? Let's change it up a little bit. Take that out, you know? We'll just make it like this. Let's say the conspiracy that aliens have been here is true, that there was a crash in 1953 or whatever in Roswell, New Mexico. Say all that's been going on, and the government's been doing its best to cover it up, but you know, 50 years, 70 years on, they're deciding they want to slowly introduce us to them, right? Let's say that conspiracy would be true, right? So Joe wouldn't even have to be compromised, what I'm saying. So let's not even use that conspiracy theory. Let's just say, say they were uh, wanting to do that, then would you bet your ass they're going to be going to the most popular voices that draw the most ears and you know especially someone like Joe who has had interest in conspiracy theories since way back i mean you go back to like his really old episodes i mean him Eddie Bravo i mean they were hardcore into that Duncan Trussell okay so it's very interesting that during that podcast he supposedly had a text or whatever. The guy that directed the phenomenon, the phenomenon, the phenomenon. Is it the phenomenon or the phenomenon? Phenomenon, phenomenon, phenomenon. The the phenom. The phenomenon. The guy who directed it. Let's say. You know, he uh, got. You know, he did or no, he did. Sorry, let's not say this actually did happen. He, you got, you guys got a. Sorry, I got a uh, text message just now, and uh, yeah, it's kind of got my mind a little distracted. But I'm gonna put that all aside because I can't stop recording right now. Because this is it. It's either this is the one shot to drop the episode in five days. So anyway. During that episode, this guy, uh, the director of the phenomenon, gets out this piece of paper, puts on his glasses, and he's like, hey, I'm supposed to, you know, he basically he's like, hey, I'm supposed to say this. I was just now, about 15 minutes ago, given this paper. And then he starts talking about basically like, you know, the public needs to raise a little hell uh, to keep pushing for more disclosure of the UAPs, the unidentified, what is it? You Oh, yeah, unidentified aerial phenomena. Ha-ha, <laughs> phenomena, right? So I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to lean more towards, could it be anything other than one of two things, which is, Either they're here, or wait, that was that was poltergeist actually. But anyway, it still works. It's either they're here, 
and maybe probably have been at several points in the past, and not necessarily all of the same kind. It's either that or the government or somebody on earth has finally, you know, cracked the code, discovered some newer flying tech, and they want us to think aliens. I mean, like, but the point is, what I'm trying to say is either way, I feel like going forward, guys, just get used to it. We're going to get aliens. I just don't think, you know, the, uh, I guess the real test will be once Biden is inaugurated and I mean, everything is 100%, 100%, you know, the, the remnants of the 2020 presidential election is over. The transition has officially been made. Maybe once all that's done, then they'll quit with, with this. I hope not. I hope that well, I hope it's not just a distraction for anything. I, I genuinely hope that our government is slowly wanting to, or actually not, I hope they hurry the fuck up. And just bring them out already. Like, I'll shake their hand. You know? Here's the problem. The problem is... All the crazy motherfuckers who lose their mind for whatever reason. They just couldn't wrap their heads around uh, the idea that perhaps we're not alone. They're the ones that the government's worried about losing their fucking mind. Who are screwing it up for people like me who've been genuinely interested in this stuff since we were young. Now, I got to say, when I was younger, I didn't, I mean, I didn't, I just didn't really believe any of it. You know, I just, I didn't, you know, like I didn't even really know conspiracy theories were, like I didn't even really know, know what a conspiracy theory was probably until I was in Probably my early 20s. I mean, I guess maybe my late teens, but I'm thinking probably is probably my early 20s. I know the first time I had uh, the concept, the concept of Jesus Christ being an alien presented to me in uh, 2010. Yeah, about 10 years ago. I think t- about 10 years ago. I, uh, it was a girl I was dating actually, and she introduced me to the concept. You know, she just she wasn't saying like this is what I believe in. She was just saying, you know, this is a thing that you know some people postulate as an idea. You know, of trying to explain the the Bible, and you know. So that, you know, that's 10 years ago. And then there were several years where I just didn't look into hardly anything at all. I mean, like whenever I was like, you know, we'll just we'll just go easy today and say when I went through my really hardcore partying phase. Um, you know, I didn't really give a shit about anything then. But the last few years I've been... You know, Jim, you know, kind of, kind of looking. Now, I don't get really into the JFK thing or the 9 11 stuff. I don't, I don't really get, I'm, I mostly only am interested 
in um, like anything to do with the possibilities that history isn't quite as we are officially presented things like that, like, uh, you know, like lost civilizations or civilizations that we don't even know or not even supposed to know were there, or uh, especially things that have to do with like uh, civilizations that may have been before us and been as technologically advanced as us, if not more technologically advanced. But for whatever reason, you know, it was, you know, humanity was reset. I like, you know, you know, theories that let look into that. A lot of that, I mean, you know, I don't even know if you could, I don't know if it's really theories so much as a lot of it's just like myth, right? You know, and so even just modern myth, even what you'd call modern myths. But it's, it's very entertaining. It's very entertaining. And it's, to me, it's, it's entertaining with the added and we can't 100% say that this is just made up. You know, I love that. Like, not not saying that this stuff is true, but, you know, whatever, whatever events occurred to whatever individual conspiracy theory you're looking at that, that you know, don't add up, which is what causes them to become a conspiracy theory theory to begin with you know that that that's the you know that's what that's why it's a thing that is why it's a thing is because when shit doesn't add up they, they can't explain things you know or they try to explain them and clearly you know you know like like the epstein thing where you know they, they say it's like it doesn't really look like he hung himself right so i don't want to get to like i don't want to say say I don't even know if I can you know really say my opinion on on the fact of the matter even though I mean people clearly do but I don't know when you're a little podcaster I don't know I just feel like you know got to tread lightly like on eggshells a little bit so I mean I I mean come on this is, this is a pretty like everybody thinks that somebody often right I think is doesn't the majority of the public don't believe that he hung himself, even though they say that he hung himself and say there's just so many I mean really there there's so many things that happen where the big boys, the elite, the you know, the guys in charge, the government, whatever you want to call, it, you know, they do one thing, say another, and you know, it's just I don't know. Sometimes Sometimes it's kind of scary, but then, then I, you know, I got to take a step back and be like, yeah, I don't think it's really that, that scary. That's when you, that's when it's like, okay, maybe, maybe I'm, you know, I'm looking into the conspiracies a little too deep, but for the most part, it's really, uh, like I said, the missing, you know, history and then consciousness, uh, aliens, extra dimensions the cosmos those though you know that's that's the bread and butter for me you know the idea that maybe there's other civilizations out there or maybe and that brings me up to my final point before i let you guys go and that is that this israel this ex-israeli official this has been this is the biggest 
you know, hey, this is the whole reason why I said the aliens are here, right? Is this Israeli official? And yeah, he's trying to apparently sell a book. I did not know that, or at least I read that somewhere that he has written a book. So take, you know, make that what you will. But this guy has told apparently several mainstream publications that not only do they exist, but I believe he said something like they're here um, and they won't reveal themselves until we can, until all the countries can quit fighting, until we can quit quarreling amongst ourselves. Uh, they're not going to reveal themselves. And so, you know, he's not, he is, he is just, the, you know, one of the most recent in a very, very, very long line. I'm talking for like 70 years, probably longer, that people have been coming out you know, official, you know, people that have a little bit of credibility or a lot of bit of credibility, credibility, and that everybody else just tries to make them off like they're crazy. Like, I don't know, what was it? Like Buzz Aldrin or Lance Armstrong uh, or Neil Armstrong. So I, God dang it. Lance is the bike, the bike guy who survived cancer, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, Neil Armstrong. That's the astronaut. It was either Neil or Buzz Aldrin. I forget which one, but like in his later years, I mean, I think it might have been like five years ago or something. I'm not, I don't know. Like I said, I don't have Jamie and I don't, I, like, I just don't feel like digging through everything on my phone right now because time's about up. But, uh, man, I forgot what I was going to say. Whoops. Damn, almost made it the whole episode without that happening one time, folks. Getting better at it, huh? Getting better at it. For sure, dude. Uh, anyway. I don't know. I think I think there's more than likely if it's between the government is going to, like, they just got high tech and they're going to fake an alien invasion. I think the more than likely thing is the aliens are just real. And you all need to just accept that and get used to it, and uh, I, I don't want to see any memes online uh, from, you know, raging Christians talking about, they, you know, they're not aliens, they're, they're fucking demons from hell, they're, they're not aliens, they're demons from hell, uh, they're the spawn of Satan, and these vaccines, there's the devil 666 incarnate, and Bill Gates is the Antichrist. That is I'm, that is a joke, one hundred percent. All of that. I don't. I guess I guess I gotta like say that because I'm not a comedian, and this is not a this is not a comedy podcast. This is not meant to be laughed at, folks. You should be taking this extremely seriously and listening to me with bated breath for my next words, folks. That's all I got time for today. I cannot wait to get back into the studio, a.k.a. my little foam-padded corner of the bedroom. I look at it every day when I lay down, and I think, damn, I should use that more. That little, what is it, three and a half, four foot by six foot area. I, I don't know. I think I posted it once on, on Twitter. It's, it's pretty fancy. It consists of an iPad Pro, a Bluetooth keyboard, a Bluetooth mouse, and a nice, fresh, 
Rode NT USB Mini. I like it. The, the microphone does sound good, for the record. Because if you go back be- before episode 14 and listen, that was like the uh, inbuilt microphones on the iPad. Which for what they are, don't get me wrong, they're not terrible. But as small as this uh, microphone is, if I was, say, going to go on a trip and I was going to interview somebody for a podcast all out on the road, I would want to just bring my road mic along on the road. The road on the road. I wish I was sponsored by these guys, but I'm not. That was just what I wanted to say to uh, close out this episode. Episode 28 of the Chill Guilt Thrill. Making history. Making history, folks. Keep your eyes in the sky. Look out for the aliens. Also, by the way, for the next two to three days, starting now, this is Wednesday, December 9th, I think the 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 Aura Borealis, the Aurora, I need to, I have to have it in front of me, and then I believe that I can say it. Let me type it in. Okay, here we go. The or the Aurora Aurora Borealis, aka Little Northern Lights. They are green, like the trees we smoke, you know? So anyway, you guys have a good time. Uh I will catch you next time. Uh this has been a, a great episode. It's just fantastic. I I don't think I lost any listeners last week. I don't know. It said something like like my audience count went down one, but then it jumped back up one. So I, I thought I had maybe offended someone. That would have sucked because it's like, dude, each and every one of you mean the world to me. I don't want you upset. I don't want you mad. I want you guys to want to come back. And hear me time after time again. And see this podcast blossom into the beautiful grassroots grown show that it can be. Right? Come on. My Bluetooth mouse. What the f- Come on. There we go. There we go. All right. Peace out.